What's up, Brainiacs? It's me, John. And me, Louise. <laughs> and we've got great ideas, and we're never going to do them. we're never going to do them. Never. That's right. You They're... can. We won't. Yeah. Everybody, do these ideas, because we're never going to do them. This is a podcast, for those of you who are listening for your first time, that's all about the amazing ideas that we all have when it's like 3 a.m., we're in the shower, in the car, and we're like, that's a great idea. At, and at then 3 like, a.m.? What's that? At 3 a.m., you're in the shower or in the car? This, there's commas in between those things. Oh, 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 Oxford comma, Oxford comma. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. You've just woken up cold sweat style, and you're like, I have a great idea. Or you're in the shower, and you're like, scrub, 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 and you're just like, what if they did this instead? Or... Mm-hmm. You're in the car. You're in the car. And you're like, man, oh man, if only there was a blank. But I'm never going to make it happen. No. Yeah. I wish somebody would, though. I'm going to put it out into the universe. Yeah. Make these things happen, people. So, uh, hey, Louise, how's it going? It's going. We I had... have had so much extra time on my hands. Now that mayor's gone? <laughs> now that mayor's gone. <laughs> now that the Olympics are over. Yeah. I'm like twiddling my thumbs. I'm like, oh, I should watch the... Nothing to watch anymore. Nothing to see. Uh, Did you have an awesome time with Mare? I really did. I did too on this podcast. She was such a trooper. She really was. I could tell that she was miserable the entire time. (laughs) Am I right? She was not miserable. She just has these like horrible fantasies where she's like... Nobody likes me. I have a lisp. And I'm like, you you don't have a lisp. She's adorable times a million. Yes. That's all yes. I have to say about that. The apple does not fall far. <laughs> uh, so, Louise, ooh, you got a little glass of wine? I had a hard day. Oh, man. It well, wasn't hard. I'm just sleepy. It's you're not sleepy. even late. I'm just, I woke up early and I taught three classes. Well, okay. You're drinking your wine. I am drinking a sparkling uh, water beverage out of a new koozie that I made. There I, was, I went to love this, it. There's like googly eyes. Yeah. I went to this expo. Uh, now you know expo. you can trust it. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Uh, for, if anybody did check out the... Christopher Walken plant SNL video that we talked about the last time. You'll know what Louise is talking about. Yeah, I went to this uh, this thing over the weekend called the Stay Wild Expo. It's for Stay Wild magazine, which is all about staying wild, camping, and stuff like that. I love and, it. Uh, it was sponsored by New Belgium Beer, and they had a design your own koozie station. So I made one for Daisy the dog. Yay! And there's little googly eyes. And I, uh, this is Puff Paint, by the way, with Daisy's name. And uh, this actually leads perfectly into my big idea of the week. Let's hear it. 
Okay. I'm excited. So I have decided to stop drinking alcohol. Yeah. You know. Wow. It's not like I have a complicated relationship with alcohol or anything like that, but it's more about booze costs a lot of money. I was going to say money. It costs a lot of money, and I I have trouble finishing beverages, yes. so it's like wasted money when I only drink like half a beer and then the rest of it just is like flat garbage, yep. and then... It's just wasted. Um, There's a lot of booze that I will enjoy drinking at first and then stop enjoying seconds later. And I don't really ever get drunk anymore. That's just not part of my life. So why bother? It's also not all that good for you. Right. Yeah. So I've been drinking a lot of delightful sparkling waters as uh, an alternative, which is also a great way to hydrate because I am really bad at drinking water. Louise, you and I have privately had conversations about how impossible it is to drink the recommended amount of water. It is impossible. It's impossible. So. And that's for regular. Flat water. People who are living life, let alone like. Me, who is crazy hyperactive, it's impossible (laughs) for me to drink the amount of water that I need to stay hydrated. If I taught three classes today, that's an additional, like, 24-ounce bottle of, is it 24 ounces? Let me see. 23.7 fluid ounces, 700 milliliters. This- I had 24. Per, oh. Um- (laughs) That was a silent swear for Mayor. Um, <laughs> this is supposed to be recommended per class plus another like half to whole bottle when class is done. Mm-hmm. So just today, without, you know, the amount of water that keeps my heart beating and my brain functioning, I should have had more than five of those. It's crazy. That's a lot to remember to drink and then you're drinking some wine uh so my idea because i like to be social every now and then sparkling water bars yes (gasps) first of all it's all the rage right now Lacroix, that's what i've got going on right now yes they've got like a zillion flavors you know it'd be cool to just like Get a get a LaCroix on tap, a flavored sparkling beverage, and just kind of hang out with your buds. I like it. Yeah. It could be it could be next door to the Baskin Hummus place. Oh, yes. yes. So you could like go get your scoops and your veggie cone, pita cone, mm-hmm. and then go have a delicious Gotta sparkling wash it down. beverage. To wash it down. They could share a space. It could all be part of the same space. I like it. Yeah. I I have a question for you because I have an interesting, I guess not really history with alcohol, but I was so severely disinterested 
basically my entire life. Uh-huh. My first drink was, well, besides from like my mom when I was probably like five being like, this is beer, have a sip. And like any kid, you're like, okay. And you take it and you're like, this is terrible. Um, besides from that, my first drink was like when I was 21 and my mom and my uncle Mark brought me to the local Applebee's, which <sighs> side note was the nicest restaurant in our town and where I went to homecoming with my date. Oh, small town USA, this girl, um, <laughs> and had an apple martini. Oh, like, boy. that's how like lame I am. Then to like further my disinterest, I worked on a cruise ship for about nine months and there is such a thing on said cruise ship called the crew bar. Oh boy. And this magical, disgusting place, you could get you could get drinks for a quarter. Like it was it was a it was a luscious dream. And then there I was like in my cabin watching every episode of Will and Grace, every, you know, start to finish of the Star Wars. At the time, there were only six of them because <laughs> like, I don't know that's how long ago it was or only three maybe at the time. I don't know. Uh-huh. Um, no, there were. Chowing down on Toblerone. Mm-hmm. Circa 2004. Yeah, I think there there were already a... There were more. Oh, there were the shitty ones. You're right. There were the shitty ones. Okay. Um, So then I got to be about 26, and I was like, booze! (laughs) So I'm not ready for the giving up of it, but I'm extra ready for... A flavored water bar. Yeah. Like, where's that been? Right? Where's that been? It, I would go there every day. Yeah, and it's never been more popular than it is now. I would go every day. Yeah. Especially if you started to get some really, really fun combination infusions. Oh, yeah. Mix like, and match. Like a cucumber mint. Ooh. Which polar ice doesn't sell that. But how delightful would that be on a summer day? Uh, extremely delightful. Extremely yeah. delightful. It's like, yeah, because that's carbonated spa water, basically. That's just like relaxation mode right there. Okay, okay. Uh, a mint lemon. That's the same. It's relaxation water. Huh. Oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, the combinations are endless. Some of them could be disgusting, but that's when you like... Kind of just throw caution to the wind and say to your buddies like, "Oh my god, I'm totally gonna do a." I don't. I don't even know what would. Oh my god, your mind is being blown by something. What's going on? Flights. Ooh. You could go to the water bar and get flights. Yeah, and if it's going to be in the same combination, uh, brick and mortar as the uh, the hummus. Uh, ice cream parlor style <laughs> bar, then you could do pairings. Yeah. You could do pairings. Yeah. You could you could have your 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 garlic hummus with your roasted red pepper, sweet roasted red pepper, Ooh, sparkling water. That is interesting. Well, yes. have you ever put like brown sugar in a skillet? 
with like a little bit of oil and red peppers. I have not, but that sounds really good. It's delicious. Okay, I'm going to do that later. Uh, <laughs> so you you kind of got me thinking about something else, and I think this might be a less traveled road, but savory sparkling waters. I could be into that. I could be very into that. That might that might that could be pretty dicey, but I'm willing to give it a shot. But how but look, there's savory drinks. There's like jalapeno margaritas. There's That's true. There's Bloody Marys. Yeah, the like savory sparkling waters are for the brunch crew. Oh man. Oh man. Like a smoky mesquite <laughs> sparkling water. Yes. Ooh, very interesting. Okay, I think we're onto something here. I like it. Make it happen, people, because we're never going to do it. No, I will go there. I yeah. will. I will try to bump that on social media. But the uh, this <laughs> I don't have time. The social media posts. <laughs> Like the Instagram posts showing the beverages are going to be so disappointing because it's just going to be like a glass Clear. of water. <laughs> it could be like prizes though, like a sweepstakes. Like you could come in and get a free flight if you guess correctly the flavor of oh, this. Yeah. There could be it could be a game. There could be lots of games. I uh, well, I think that this is where we're kind of going into garnish territory too, because that's what's really going to make them pop. Yes. We could have we could have art competitions like flourish mm-hmm. your sparkling yeah, water. You know, because that's when people post pictures on Instagram of like a glass of beer. I'm like, I'm very happy for you. But that just looks like a glass of beer. Yes. <laughs> Tell me more. Give me something else. Yeah. All about the garnishes, baby. Yeah. Yeah, when people post pictures of like fancy cocktails, it's not about the cocktail; it's about the presentation. Absolutely. Yeah, that's that's the appeal of alcoholic beverages. Beautiful, like flowers or leaves inside ice cubes that go in your sparkling beverage. Ah, Yeah, ah. that sounds so good. You could even do like the the rind on the rim. Mm Hmm. Ryan on the Rim. That could be the name of the the place. The brick it's and just mortar. called Garnish. <laughs> uh, so yeah. Look, if we can have like oxygen bars where you like put your face in something and go breathe a flavor. And this is more functional than that. This is way. Do any of those more places still exist? And delicious. Do they? I yeah. think they do. Oh man, how do they stay in business? I mean, probably not in small towns. Oh, no. I'm sure that it's only in New York City and, like, Tokyo. I was just going to say Tokyo. Yeah. Where else would you have that? Nowhere else would that ever exist. And then even then, it's just, like, going for novelty. I don't think that anybody is seriously going to those places. For oxygen? Yeah. But if you are and you're listening, email us. Greatideapodcast at gmail.com or greatideapod at (gasps) gmail.com because we locked that down. Because yes. solidarity, synergy, uh, singularity—I don't know—all of it. All of our all of our social media stuff is great idea pod, and now you can email great idea pod at gmail.com. 
or in call business. in to 304-804-IDEA. I love it. <laughs> I love right. it. So, Louise, what you got? Um, well, first, a new segment of the show oh. called Amendments, Corrections, and Clarifications. <laughs> uh, it was brought to my attention that maybe, and please correct me because I'm not even sure if this is a word, misrepresent, misrepresentation. Yeah. Okay. I didn't want it to be like a weird George W. Bush moment that I had. No, okay. you did. That perhaps I did not fully express the sentiment last episode. I mentioned a particular love interest who had brought me flowers at Uh-oh. work that I immediately put into the garbage. Nothing changes in the story other than the fact that the flowers were, I think, heading to a garbage in the first place. Said handsome gentleman went, hey, can I get those? So he did not purchase them and knew the comedy that would ensue because it's not like he was like, I'll get her flowers he like knew it would be funny because we had had, I think, multiple discussions about how like, do not get me flowers. So the clarification on that is don't think that I'm a horrible, heinous person and or that he's a schmuck. <laughs> okay. It was supposed to be for comedy that he did this thing knowing what my reaction would be. Okay. To this I say... Tell us yourself. Call the number. I know. Come on. I know you have a telephone. You do. Use it. That's right. 304-804 idea. I I was in the middle of something very important and I got a phone call and I was like, oh, it's from my lava. I should get it. Hello? (laughs) And I answered the phone and it was like, hey, I'm listening to your podcast and uh, that's not all true. And I was like, yes, every bit of it's true. Wait, what? It's true. And, and, and I left out the part about uh, about how it's not like he didn't know that they would immediately go in the garbage. Okay. Your boyfriend's not a bozo. <laughs> I wouldn't be with a bozo. I know. You know, if anybody th- thought while listening to the last episode, like, why is she still dating this guy if he clearly wasn't listening then, you know, there's got to be something more to him. There's got to be something else I there. think he's a pretty neat guy. I mean, clever and funny. Yeah. For sure. sure. So anyway, I don't know. I don't know who in his circle is listening to this podcast, but if anybody thought, huh, really? The answer is yes, really, but for comedy. Okay, well, thank you for that uh, amendment, clarification, and correction. Was that the order? Eh. Whatever. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Now, let's bring on some ideas here. Let's bring on some ideas. Okay. So I was thinking really, really hard about my assignment. Okay. So most of my ideas this week have to do with my assignment. Okay. My challenge. Which was light home lighting. Home lighting. So first, 
I will say that I think I can't be the only one with this problem and most good ideas come from solving problems. I don't like to turn on the lights in the middle of the night, but I need to get around. Mm-hmm. So with a, with a background in theatrical, whatever. Theatrics. Theatrics. Thank you. <laughs> I'm already wasted. Two sips of this wine and wasted. No, I'm not. Um, I want to glow tape my apartment but with maybe transparent tape. Because on a stage, you know, they have to be like, and blackout. And you have to figure out, like, where you're going and what you're doing. And they can't, you know, flash lights at you because that ruins the experience. Mm -hmm. But sometimes there's tapes in the wings. Sometimes there's tapes on stairs or props or whatever. I would like to maybe put some glow tape on the corners of tables or around... uh, the edge of the dog bowl so I don't <laughs> kick over water in the middle of the night on my way to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that could be revolutionary. But not not like fluorescent right. that you would use somewhere. Like something that's not going to mess with the decor of your right. home. Yeah, so glow in the dark. Glow in the dark. Yeah home navigation for for the person who just can't have this kind of a moment in the middle of the night right yeah or maybe there could be something that could be done with black lights (laughs) okay okay let me just clarify why i made that face i've been recently re-watching episodes of the american office okay And I was just watching the episode where the office goes to Niagara for Uh uh, Pam and Jim's wedding. And they're having like a party in Michael Scott's room. And they turn on the black light. And he's like, (laughs) what are all those stains? And Dwight's like, it's urine or blood or semen. And he's like, oh, I hope it's not blood or whatever he says. So, So you said like black lights. And I immediately thought as a resident in a New York City apartment, like, ugh. Don't do that. That's true. You never know you're what like you're going to find out. You're like a spot on the floor of like where somebody was murdered in your apartment and you didn't know. All right. So maybe not blacklight. <laughs> Something just glow in the dark, transparent tape. Oh! Or if you have really, really fancy house, like the kind of house that has heated cement so in the winter you don't have to shovel uh-huh. outside. But you could have like airplane, like uh, uh, floor lights that guide you to the restroom or the refrigerator. Sure. Yeah, I feel like uh, the whoever made the music video for Billie Jean by Michael Jackson had a wonderful idea with the floor panels that light up when you step on them. Yes. I've always wanted that floor i who hasn't yeah i mean even if it was just like a runner carpet that'd be really neat that would be really neat we have the technology to do this sure i mean you've seen the people too walking around that have the like uh lights that are on the bottom Uh not like not like what were those ones when we were growing up that you stepped on them and they like lit up uh, like, did LA Gear have those? LA Gear! Yeah. Ah! <laughs> um, yes. 
Okay. But that's coming back around, but mm-hmm. it's like a solid strip around the bottom of your shoe. We have the technology. Let's just bring it to home decor. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. Runners. <gasps> mm-hmm. This is way better than tape. You guys. Yeah. Get on it. Yeah. I mean, even just flooring in general, people are doing so much with, you know, engineered hardwood, blah, 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 eco-friendly, so on and so forth. LED lighting is extremely... Some people have the heated floors in their bathrooms, yeah. so when they get out of the shower, it's not like freezing cold on their feet. To, and to those people, lighting. I say, oh, brother. They have really cold feet. Oh, no. Oh. <laughs> that it probably was... is a nice feature. Uh, you know... It seems wasteful, but... It seems very you, wasteful. Somebody else live your life. Like, that's important to you. Sure. I'm happy you have that. I'm happy you're happy. Help, <laughs> yeah. help me help you. <laughs> um, so, that is... I feel like we've gotten somewhere with that. That P.S., mm-hmm. that wasn't my... Your lighting idea. Correct. That was just in the process of of, of working it out. Well, why don't we talk about our challenges from the last episode after we listen to the voicemails that we got? Are you ready? <laughs> if anybody's did, yeah. watched... By yeah, the way... if anybody's just listening, I did a dance. Yeah, well, speaking of which, make sure to subscribe to our YouTube channel because all of these episodes of the podcast from our Olympics mini-sode on are being released on our YouTube channel as video podcasts. Because Louise and I, we record this over Skype. And why not just record those phone calls, people? Why not? Yeah, so uh, you can watch that. Watch the last one with DJ Jazzy Mare. She, yeah. Yeah, she's adorable. Um, all right, so we got a few voicemails. We're going to listen to those. We have not pre-screened these. So uh, who knows who knows what they're going to be. All right. You ready? I'm ready. Hello, John and Louise. This is Anna Orchard, girlfriend of Scott Wiener, who you may be familiar with. Um, my idea, which I've had for years, and 99% of people think it's crazy. Scott might be the one person who thinks it's worth telling other people about. Um, it's about a reversible microwave. So what I mean by that is, You know when you're, like, melting chocolate or warming up leftovers, you put it in the microwave, it warms it up, great, you're done. My problem is when I get some soup that's too hot or my tea is too hot, I want something to cool it down quickly. I don't want to just wait for room temperature. I don't want to wait for it to get cold. I want it to be as quick as warming something up. And so a reverse microwave, you put it in the microwave, you press cool, You do, you know, 30 seconds, and then suddenly your boiling hot tea from Starbucks is now room temperature, or the soup that you almost burned is now cool enough to eat comfortably. So, that's my amazing idea, and it's been fun listening to your podcast, and I'll speak to you later. Bye. That is a great idea. I love it. 
Because most people would say, and these are the same people that would say that they enjoy winter over summer because you can just wear the appropriate clothing. And I'm like, you can just <laughs> jump in a pool if you're hot. And they're like, where are you getting that clo- that pool? And I'm like, where are you getting all this magic clothing out of nowhere? <laughs> but um, you can't put an ice cube in it because that'll dilute it. Right, yeah. A reverse microwave would completely solve that problem. I... I have always been not always in the past few years. I've always I've been very reluctant about using microwaves. They freak me out. I did just get one because I was like, I give in. They're easier. It's true. I give up. I uh, and it's shopping for microwaves is really interesting because they all have these like crazy features on them, right? And I noticed. Um, on the one that I got, that it, like most others, have the popcorn button, but I actually used it to make popcorn, and it's not just like the timer set to what it would probably be. It's like it's listening to like the kernels popping. I don't understand it, because after a certain amount of time, it just has like a little, like I don't know, lights that kind of go around in a circle. And I'm like, what's it doing? How is it knowing that now is the time to stop rather than 30 seconds from now, which is what the timer is saying that it would be? I don't know. It's very interesting. So I'm thinking that microwaves are getting a little bit smarter these days. So why not have some some sort of option to like blast something with with cold temperature for just yeah. like a, just enough? Or um, like a like a sensor, like a different sensor. Yeah. Because washing machines have sensors where if it's like a big load or a smaller right. load, you don't need to now specify like it knows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or maybe since this is this would be. But good- she did make an interesting point. If you go to a place and mm-hmm. buy a thing, say Starbucks for a tea, and you're like, ah, that's way too hot. Yeah. You didn't you didn't start from scratch for, for that. You, like, need to adjust something that you got somewhere else. Right, yeah. Because I guess if you're doing it on your own, you could just make the tea twice as as strong and then, right, or not as hot. But, yeah, twice as strong and then drop an ice cube in it and then it doesn't dilute it so much. Um, What I'm thinking is maybe if a microwave can have some sort of, uh, like, antenna-like thing that you pull down from the top center that goes into whatever the liquid is that's a thermometer or i guess it could use like an infrared thermometer that probably makes a lot more sense and is more yeah it was like hmm you can't really put metal inside there so that antenna well they they have like this the stainless steel thing like microwaves have some of them have like racks in them now there's like the uh convection oven microwaves I don't yeah. know. There's like something that. No, you're right. Yeah. So I'm not crazy. But it makes more Good sense. Good thing we cleared that up. It makes more sense and it's more <laughs> hygienic to just have the infrared thermometer that's just like, just tell me what temperature you want it to be and I'll make it that. I don't know. Uh, Anna, thank you for calling. That's a yes, great thank idea. thank you. And Frigidaire. Get on it. Get on it, Frigidaire. <laughs> this is going to become like the hummus. I think that Frigidaire needs to sponsor this podcast. They do. 
They do. We clearly have uh, some sort of loyalty to them. Um, Appreciation. All right. Yeah. Are you ready? Are you ready for this next voicemail? Or did you want to talk about that one anymore? No, that feels good. Yeah, Anna, let's thank go, you so much. I love that. <laughs> All right. Well, here's our here's our next one. Hi, guys. This is Julie. I've got a couple of ideas for you that are semi-related, so I will lay them all down for you right now. First one I call life floaties. They're like pool floaties, but they're basically for novice drinkers. You put them on before you go out drinking, and they inflate based on um, the rate that your blood alcohol rises. So that way when you get home or you stumble home and you fall, they'll just bounce you back up off the curb. So it's basically to keep yourself safe from (laughs) falling when you're drunk. So those are life floaties. The second one is inflatable shoes. You could have them on hand as a backup. So if your shoe falls apart when you're out and about, you can just pull these out of your pocket, inflate them. You got another pair of shoes you can get you home with, and you don't have to um, walk barefoot. So that's the second one. And then the third one, because it was so hot here recently in Portland, I thought of the ice jacket. So it's basically a big plastic jacket that you fill up with water, pop in the freezer, and then you sport that around on hot days. So let me know what you think. Have a great day. Bye. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Okay. So many thoughts. Oh my god! Okay, the life floaties. Yeah, let's start with the life floaties, which I love. I love, love, love. It's great. I, I think it's amazing. Not only could you like put one around your neck and like blow into it as you like. It has like a maybe a breathalyzer on the blow part when mm-hmm. you use to inflate it. So it's like, how badly do I need this floaty? <sighs> Yep, really badly. Like, and then you wear it, and so you can bounce around with it. Um, they have inflatable, like, um, invisible helmets. Have you seen these? No, I haven't. They're they're bike helmets, and they're invisible. But it's something about how, like, it it quick inflates uh-huh. if you experience a crash. I I think that's how it works. But how great would it be to have? Look. I, I will look it up. I will get back to you about yeah. that. But it's an invisible helmet for bicycling, like cycling. Um, yes. Uh, also, sometimes like you feel like you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine, you're fine. And then you hit that moment when you're like, oh, I'm God, not fine. I am not fine. And it hits you like that. OK, so I have a couple thoughts about this. I know that there have been times when I have had too much to drink. I don't think that I would have the sense or maybe the ability to self-inflate something. Um, or Maybe it's like you just pull a string. Right, but also to like, I wouldn't probably think to blow into a breathalyzer. Um, that was I, an added feature. I added that. That's an added feature. I wonder if there's any ways to, to test that type of thing through sweat. Or something like that, where it's like skin contact can tell if you if you need it, or the maybe it's the kind of thing where the, it's a breathalyzer. But you know, people who are drunk maybe would really enjoy playing the kazoo or like a slide whistle, and the breathalyzer is disguised as a fun toy <laughs> musical <laughs> instrument. Oh man, I've had so much to drink. 
<laughs> that would be amazing. I think I'm going to go, pew. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like a, a suit that you wear maybe like or uh, like under your clothes and then you're like, oh, I got to go home now. And you pull the cord and it like sumo suits out so that you can just sort of Veruca Salt like roll home. Yes, it- I love it. Um, <gasps> so good. I love that. Second thing. Yeah, the shoes. Oh, my God. Okay, so there are these shoes. They're ballet flats. They're called Teaks. I have one pair. The reason that I have them is because they did a promotion with my company that I work for. And they're these ballet flats that fold in the middle, and they fit inside this tiny pouch that is as big as – smaller than a bagel, smaller than an English muffin. (laughs) And you put it in your – clutch or your uh-huh. handbag for the evening so that like when you can't wear your heels anymore you just pull them out and you put them on but how much smaller could your handbag be if you had inflatable like booties or something i love it or if you're in new york and you're a tourist and you're in the meat packing district and you're on those like brick or cobblestone type kind of like streets and you're like bambiing it because you're oh, like yeah. kind of trying to walk and then your heel snaps and you're like uh. <laughs> I cannot go home barefoot like homeless people urinate on these sidewalks just whip out your inflatable shoes well Boom. that that's getting me thinking about several episodes ago when I had gotten back from Italy I you know when I was in Rome all the streets are all cobblestoney what I would have given for just like inflatable shoes that could just let me coast home. Probably really comfortable too. Like Probably. Walk it, walking on clouds. That sounds really nice. I like it. I like that world. I want to live in that world. Yes. Um, yeah, that could be a lot of fun. And also it's like uh, we've, we're living in a world where engineers are doing things that people wouldn't have been able to dream of even two years ago. The designs that they could probably do with an inflatable shoe, it wouldn't look, they probably would not even look bad at all. They'd probably just look like shoes. They would look like shoes. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I love it. (laughs) Uh, We do have, wait, what was the third? There was a third one. Now I forgot. Oh my god, I forgot too. I've been thinking so much about the inflatable everythings. Me too. Let me. I was like, oh, there's a theme, there's a pattern. Let me go back a little bit. Okay. Out of your pocket, inflate them. You got another pair of shoes you can get you home with, and you don't have to um, walk barefoot. So that's the second one, and then the third one because it was so hot here recently in Portland. That's I right. The ice jacket. So it's basically okay. a big plastic jacket that you fill up with water. Okay. The ice I jacket. have one of these jackets for my dog because sometimes right. hot, humid summer New York City days are too much for him and the poor guy can't even make it around mm-hmm. the block. Um, I kind of like it. I feel like it could also be super beneficial for professional athletes. Mm-hmm. Like what if you what if you are a basketball player and you you know slide on a sweat patch and you like fall quick on the court and you like you know I don't know bang your knee or something and you're like ah oh, get my ice jacket and you like wrap it up around it and all of a sudden you've got like immediate oh so it's like they just happen to have it because that's what they wore to the uh, that's what they I mean arena. I guess basketball season is in the winter so but 
Look, I mean, to be a summer sport. Sure, of which there are plenty. Uh, but the, the issue, the I don't know if it's an issue that I have or just a concern. A concern that I have is uh, body temperature regulation, and I don't know if it would be too much sometimes. You could have you could have it be lined. Yeah, there'd have to be some sort of lining. So that you don't have like plastic and ice next to your bare skin. It would just be, you know, like a, yeah. a regular jacket. You know, maybe if it was just like a, a compartment that like goes down like the spine or something. Or on um like uh the back of your neck. Yeah. Part, parts that, that cool the rest of your body yeah, based that's, on Yeah, maybe it's just like ooh, here's the thing. It could just be an attachment. So, like, you have your jacket. It looks awesome, FYI. But it has, like, a zipper along the top or maybe some snaps or something with a detachable unit that goes on there. Like your ice collar. Like an ice collar, exactly. And you mm-hmm. put it on when you need it. Or um, your phalanges. Uh, you could have your inflatable shoes be cool shoes, ice shoes, and you could have like summer gloves. Because if you can cool your uh, parts of your body, like the top of your head, your palms, your fingers, your feet, then the rest of your body cools down. It's in the same as the winter. It's just Mm -hmm. the opposite. Like the places that radiate the most heat lose all of the heat first. And that's why, you know, your belly doesn't get as cold on a winter day as your fingers or your nose or right. stuff like that um also why we wear hats that's right but my dog has this like to keep yeah. his vital organs cool so like why do we have this for animals but not for us because we Julie we have the wherewithal out. to like go inside it's too hot and a dog <laughs> would just be like playing outside is fun um that, that's my dog oh yeah daisy but, would be the same I, I went for a walk with her and it was very, very, very hot outside. It was like in, in the 90s or something. And she was like having a blast, having a blast, having a blast. But the second we got inside, she was like, why did you let me go outside? <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, we do have another voicemail, but I th- I'm thinking that maybe we should save that one for the next episode. And okay. we'll go over our challenges and uh, and then wrap things up. Okay, I like it. So you gave us a glimpse into your mind with your home lighting solutions. What is your final idea? The actual idea is circadian rhythm lighting. Hear me out. Okay, so there are things in life that say to us like you're messing with nature stop doing that um something as simple as regular lights in your home like back in the day you woke up when the sun came up you did your work when the sun went down you had like a candle but that was wasteful and expensive so you were like i guess i'll go to bed now so people slept sufficient amounts because you couldn't see. Okay. 
where am I going with this? Now we all look at screens and there are so many studies that say like the screens that you look at are keeping you awake because of the uh, synapses in your brain being very excited about what you're looking at. So now there are even... I don't know if they're beta versions or if now they're installed on actual phones that there's a nighttime. I don't know if it's just my phone, but it changes the color scheme a little bit. And part of that is to relax your eyes and your brain so that you can go to sleep. But why stop at screens? Why not try to go back to the way that it was where maybe – your lights just kind of come on in the morning or you could set it to auto and this is what would happen. But your lights would sort of slowly turn on instead of your alarm going off and smacking the alarm and then flipping the lights on and being like, ah. (laughs) But where they just kind of slowly brighten and then they're on and you wake up. Or at nighttime, because I happen to have... um, fluorescent or LED lights. They're like more efficient wattage wise, but they're super bright. Yeah. And if that could somehow be like now from this white, brilliant light to this maybe orangish nighttime glow, or they like just maybe at nighttime don't get as bright Mm -hmm. if, if that's your setting so that it tricks your brain into being like, I do need to go to sleep now. You're right. So circadian rhythm. Yeah. Lighting options. If you're hearing that weird clicking, my dog just found a dinosaur. Oh, that's the real Uh, dog. Toy dinosaur, I hope. That's right. Yeah. Not a real one. (laughs) Um, So that was my like genius idea because I already thought you can control your lights in your house, as Mare said last episode, Uh from your iPhone. You could like turn them on, turn them off, have different light shows happening. You're set in the mood for a romantic encounter, whatever. But what if there was like circadian rhythms? I think that there's a product that's similar. Let me see if I can... Find, I'm not sure if I'm exactly right about this. Um, the Withings Aura. Have you heard of this? No. So this company called Withings, which I've heard is of this. awesome. They make my watch, which is great. Um, they we have, challenge each other. What's that? With with Withings. That's true. We, we, we do. have a challenge. I think that you got uh, first place, which isn't surprising because you are literally a spin instructor. Um <laughs> Yeah, wake up wakes you up smoothly at the best time of your sleep cycle. I think that this device has like a light on it that might do something like that. I'm not positive. But it's yeah, some sort of sleep situation. And I think that it also works with your like nest thermostat. So it like makes the temperature oh. right. Yeah, I don't know. Um but yeah. So fancy. I love it. I I like the idea of, I don't know, and this is very similar to like the Michael Jackson floor panel light situation, but like ceiling, something on the ceiling that just like illuminates just ever so slightly the ceiling. I don't know. 
But I like what you're if you want to hear some like failed ideas, have you okay? So have you heard of the Kim Kardashian phone case that's made for selfies? No, it's like a case that goes on your phone so that the outside of it, when you want to take a selfie, you can turn it on and it lights up so that it makes your face glow. Oh, my God. Okay, so uh, if you've ever been on the set of a soap opera, I have not go on. But have you you know what a balance ball looks like in the gym? Yes. Have you ever seen the ones that are like cut in half that. Either you like flip over and you have the flat side yeah, so the ball's yeah, yeah, on the yeah, bottom yeah. and you balance. Okay, if you flip one of those over so that the flat side is on the floor and it's like a dome, they have on soap opera sets, probably multiple other sets, but but soap operas in particular, where it's like a glowing orb mm-hmm. to give you natural all over lighting, like from underneath and from the sides, as well as the focus lights for the cameras. But it's like coming up from the floor. That's why sometimes soap operas look different, mm-hmm. but you don't know why they look different. Part part of that is the lighting. Well, I don't know if people even notice the nuances of like lighting on shows. But I thought like, oh, there should be different floor lighting that gets you from all angles in case you want to take a picture of yourself in your home. And then I was like, that is dumb. Like, (laughs) It's encouraging bad behavior. Yes. Yeah. And I was like, what would be the purpose other than to like get a well-lit shot? And I was like, nothing. There would be no purpose. And now all of a sudden you got domes all over your house that you're walking around. Mm -hmm. Um, But... And then I thought about full panel ceilings, but then it only made me want to have each tile be a different color and like sort of flash in terms of like a party. Right. Maybe a roller rink. A roller rink. Well, entertainment. Yeah, exactly. But that's it. But not so so much functional, like for everyday life. I like your idea a lot better. It's a lot more sophisticated. Yeah. I also think... um, I don't know if it's just the way that I'm wired or if I assume multiple people are wired this way too. But when I am engaged and I'm easily excitable that like I might stay up for 20 hours without knowing mm-hmm. and then be like, dang, <laughs> I should go to bed. And then like once my head hits the pillow, I'm like out because that's just how that happened. But sometimes like a gentle reminder go to bed would be so helpful. Right. Because I think for the most part, my body is probably sending me a million signals to be like, you're tired. (laughs) (laughs) And I just don't listen. Yeah, that that doesn't surprise me. So if the lights would somehow adjust in a way that feels really natural, perhaps like we would find just like a different kind of peace. Maybe. Maybe. There's only one way to find out, and that's by going to USPTO.gov and registering this idea with the United States Patent and Trademark Office, assuming you are in the United States. Because <laughs> I mean, register we're not it with it. your own country's patent office yeah. if you're in another country. Google.au it, or whatever. <laughs> Google.co.uk it. That's right. <laughs> uh, so... Louise, you challenged me to a key idea. I did. 
My idea isn't so much an invention as it is an activity. People may be familiar with the concept of key parties. Okay, I could tell by the look on your face, and the people who are watching on YouTube will also be able to tell by the look on your face that (laughs) you don't know what I'm talking about. A key party is when it's it's basically a different type of uh, swinger type of party situation, but everybody puts their keys in a bowl and you pull out somebody else's key and that's the person that you go home with. There are, oh, well, prob- no surprise that I didn't know what a key yeah, party right? was. There's, but- there's probably a lot of different variations and different wow. types of key parties based on where you are, but that's the one that I've heard of. Um. A do you key, get to look at the keys or do you have to just I, feel? I've never been to one. Okay, I don't know. Okay, okay. I don't know the rules, but key parties, but for hanging out with different people's dogs. That's all. <gasps> yes. A collar party, a leash party. A leash party. Yeah. A key nine party (laughs) Uh, and that's whose dog you get to play with yeah just wrestle around with someone else's dog for a little bit i like it oh it took a really weird thing and made it really beautiful right i mean it's not weird if that's your thing it's i I, I didn't mean to say it was weird. I meant to be like a thing that I'm inexperienced with. Sure. That's what I meant. There you weird go. For, not even weird. You know what? A thing that I'm inexperienced with. There you go. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's just good, clean fun. The dogs have a great time. It's non-sexual. <laughs> I will stress I, that. I have a question. Yes. Do, how, huh. Okay. Do you have to have a dog? I would say to put there could hey just like I said there's probably other variations on key parties there's there can be different variations on this where maybe you it's like a 50-50 split and you know or maybe it's the type of thing where you go there if you want to play with the dog and people who have dogs that enjoy playing with people you know you as a human bring the dog that you are matched with and then that's a that was a weird way of putting it but yeah a human dog team can get matched with somebody who doesn't have a dog and then okay yeah dog time usa okay i just made like a really intense self-discovery and it's oh my god i'm really super excited to participate in this idea Without my dog. (laughs) I just had this moment where I was like, oh my God, this would be so great. And I really want to do it. I can't give my dog to someone. Like I, I had that weird, like possession trust breakdown Mm -hmm. where obviously I would be wonderful with anyone's dog. Right. But who would be good enough for my dog? I feel like in order to attend one of these special invite yeah or you have to be like approved by a vet or something like that oh okay okay a vet certified dog party leash party attendee leash party key party key nine party key nine party attendee um yeah that's my idea i 
Yours blew mine out of the water. No, no, no. Yes, it did. I've just been trying to avoid inventions all the time because it's really easy to like go straight to inventions. Is it? (laughs) (laughs) No, it's not easy to come up with inventions, but it's. I feel like what I'm trying to think of. If I'm like for specifically this podcast, I'm trying to think of an idea. It's like. Hmm, an invention that does this. And it's like, why is that the first thing I always go to? So that's right. just for me. So it's like, all right. Just just expanding the malleability of your creativity. Yeah, exactly. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Okay, yeah. okay. Um, well, now I really want to go to a canine party. A, a reject idea that I had. Okay. And this is probably similar to your reject ideas because they really don't serve a very functional purpose but so for my car and my wife and I share a car we each have our own key and the car is programmed to the key so that when you open it with either one it changes the like seat settings and the AC settings and the radio settings to whichever key is being used to unlock it that's very smart. It's very, very smart. Yeah. So I was thinking that maybe there's a key that has like a thumbprint thing or like an electronic thing so that when it goes into the keyhole, it knows which person is there and maybe it can sync up to the lighting scenario, which kind of ties into your thing. Um, or it could, you know, maybe tie into the Nest thermostat, but then the issue or whatever programmable thermostat you have. But the problem with that is like, what? but it's not like you're the only person that's, it's not like there's only going to be one person in a house at it. Like this at one time there's a, you know, so yeah. I just had a thought about, it could also get linked up to your emergency alarm system where like that key went in and it's like, ah, but you already used your I'm pregnant need to get to the hospital faster than anybody alarm. <laughs> um, but the other person like hadn't used theirs yet, uh-huh. but they're still driving that car. Huh. Hmm. Or if the key is the, like if there is some sort of thumbprint factor to the key, like if you lose your key, the other somebody else who like took your key can't use it. Ooh, maybe there's something yeah. to that. There might be something to that. That feels much more functional. That's more functional than like a yeah. lighting scheme. <laughs> or like you know you're driving at six a.m. or you're driving at eight p.m. and the lighting scheme is possibly different for right. or whatever. Um. Well, I think that we hit it out of the park with our challenges. No big deal. I really think we did. So what do you got for me for the next one? Okay, for the next one, uh, I've recently been talking to some folks. I hate it when people say folks. (laughs) Um, I get to because I'm bumpkin-y. But no, I'm kidding. Uh, About problems that they have because as we have spoken of before it's much easier to think of solutions to problems for your ideas rather than just like pulling them out of the sky Mm -hmm. and 
a recurring one that has been dishes. Now, I happen to live in an apartment in New York where I have a dishwasher, Mm -hmm. but my previous apartment did not have a dishwasher. Not only did it not have space, but I don't even know if the plumbing could could facilitate a dishwasher. Um, Many New York apartments cannot, for whatever reasons, have washers and dryers for similar reasons. Hmm. So, So, like a solution to dishes being dirty for people that don't have dishwashers besides manual scrubbing, I guess, because uh-huh. that's the only way they're going to get clean then. Right. Okay. So I guess the, the, the theme dishes. Okay. The theme is dishes specifically cleaning them without a dishwasher. Okay. All right. My challenge for you and I'm going to give a little bit of backstory. I remember when I first met you, there was a particular food that you were pretty obsessed with and ate all of the time. Do you remember what this is? You had a device in your college dorm room that made this particular food. Did I have a rice cooker? Yes. Is that what it was? Okay. Rice. I need you to think of something having to do with rice. On it. (laughs) You probably already have like 15 ideas. On it. Oh my God. (laughs) I'm pumped. Okay. Rice. There you go. Rice. Uh, So everybody who's listening out there in podcast world or YouTube world watching us, uh, Follow us on all the social media stuff at Great Idea Pod. Email us, Great Idea Pod or Great Idea Podcast at gmail.com. Call in your ideas to 304 804 Idea. We'll play them on the show. We will sing your praises, Anna and Julie. You killed it. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah. And we love getting them. It's so much fun seeing a notification pop up that one has come in. And um, yeah. That's what that's what I got. You got anything else? You can follow me individually at Spin Pixie on all the things. I have a Snapchat account, but I never use it because I think I might be too old. I think I might be too old. Here's the thing. If people could just get like a steady cam, I would enjoy it a lot more. Oh yeah. It's, it's a way too it's way too, way too Blair Witch, and even that reference makes me feel old. <laughs> well, no, but, there's a new one coming out, so it's going to be relevant again. Wait, yuck. <laughs> yuck doesn't matter. The reference will be relevant. We'll be new again. Okay. <laughs> um, so I'm Spin Pixie on all the things, Twitter, Insta, and Snapchat. On Twitter, I am Crayon Wayans, and on Instagram, I'm John D. Richardson, John spelled J-O-N. We're going to put all that information in the show description. Uh, yeah, thank you everybody for listening, and Louise, thanks for hanging out with me. Thanks for hanging out with me! All right, talk to you next time. Bye! Bye! I don't see it happening.